This segment proudly brought to you by Capital Air. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rabbi shrahli swadri wa yasilli amri. Wahlul uqdatam min lisani yafqahu qawli. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 27th of Jumad al-Ula, 1445. We present to you our report back and it is entitled Trip to Cape Town. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen that in the morning the program is gathering much momentum more and more non-Muslims are listening and Muslims obviously and that was our aim to propagate Islam which is the best to the rest and the word is going around in the non-Muslim circle the Jews, Christians, Hindus, atheists whoever it is and we tell them ask any question you want to regarding Islam and Muslims and so forth and so on. We must change the mindset that Muslims are terrorists and Muslims are troublemakers and so forth and so on. So mashallah now with this conflict in Palestine, that's exactly what's happening. People can see who the real super terrorists are and that is Israel and America and the others who are helping them Britain, France, Germany and the rest of them. Nevertheless, so that goes on, and then our tafsir also, mashallah, with the help and mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalla Then Monday night last week, alhamdulillah, was another historic occasion that our brother Ibrahim Anderson, he was in Matatil, and there, mashallah, then some 81 people embraced Islam. And when we finished with them, we were about to carry on our brother and sister from Melbourne, Australia. They said there are 19 sisters in Melbourne. So all white, obviously. So they are going to embrace Islam. So that completed the century. This is only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. Who are we? We are non-entities. We are sinners. We are transgressors. That we cry, we beg, we petition Almighty Allah, Jalla wala. Allahumma stakhdimna li khidmati dinik fi shu'uni kulliha fil alami kullihi ya rabbal alameen Ya Allah accept us for your deen in every aspect of deen in fatawa, in verdicts, in tadris, in tafsir, in hadith, in fiqh, in tarikh, history, and in dawah, tabligh, in every field, Ya Allah, accept us, and accept us throughout the whole world. Allahumma j'alna min al-maqbulin. Oh, beloved Allah, make us from your accepted servants, and we cry to Allah that this broken effort, Rabbana taqabbal minna, innaka anta samiul so that is only only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla and that was now Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday. We have to thank, mashallah, Radio Al-Ansar International, the directors there. We have to thank the Capital Group, Aji Muhammad Ikhlas and his team, mashallah. And we have to thank Sirius FM, mashallah, Brother Faisal Asmal and Brother Yusuf Asmal. You know, they patch in onto our programs. But both Ansar and Sirius FM have FM. You can listen in the vehicle, in the cars, and so forth. So therefore, it makes it much more exciting and the listenership increases also tremendously with the help and mercy of Almighty Allah so uh, bless of marriage mashallah you can see the social ills in our society and so forth 
and Wednesday also. Tuesday night of Seed we have here in the Jami Masjid. So because of what is going on in Palestine and so forth, so therefore we're focusing on the ayats of jihad and how Asbabun Nasr, the help of Almighty Allah comes. What are the causes to attract the mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalallah, 66 days today, remember that, and yet they can't defeat Hamas. So what does that show you? It shows you what is Quwwate Imani, the value of Iman. When we place our trust in Almighty Allah Jalallah, they're going mad, they don't know what to do. Whosoever then places his trust in Almighty Allah, so Almighty Allah is sufficient for that person. Fajr Salat, mashallah, we're reading now for the past three, four, five weeks, I think, there in Masjid Muhajirin and Ansar, where Maulana Muhammad Munshi is, he reads Quran Sharif beautifully, and my brother Mohammed Khan picks me up 22 in between there and then we make it mashallah before I come down so yeah to the studio so we read our sunnats and then we read first salat there so everything I give advices there also after Fajr and the students and the people they appreciate it mashallah so that is very very important for us to remember as well and then Wednesday Asr I go read here in the Khanka it is not far from my house and after that we go to Darulum Zakaria. I'm alone so by the time I reach there it's still 40-45 minutes left for Maghrib because the days are long now so mashallah with Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haksab I have great interaction tell him what's happening in the world and news views and interviews and then I'll ask some questions and Masail you know people ask me on my own the so some thoughts come, I want to know more about it and so forth. And then after Maghrib, mashallah, is Bukhari Sharif Dars and Lesson. So then it's very, very interesting. You know, Bukhari Sharif is the most authentic Hadith Kitab. And then again I have tea and then I come back because Isha day is very late, 9 o'clock, and here the Khanka is quarter to 9, so I make it here, mashallah. So Allah ta'ala grant our husband, Mufti Rizal Haksab, Siha Afiyah, good health. Grant his family also, Siha Afiyah, Shifai Kamil, from 87 till now, 37, 38 years, depending how you want to count it. Hazrat is here. What a big, big sacrifice. Allah Jalla Wala accept it. Remember that. And then Thursday, mashallah, that I first went to Mr. Panoli, our brother Bilal Panoli, and by Akram and by Shafiq, and get get my hair and all that sorted out. And thereafter, mashallah, then we left for the airport with brother Lilis. So remember, by the time we left from here, it was around 12 o'clock or so, quarter to 12, 12 o'clock. And then we read Zohar Salat there at the airport. They gave us nice seats. First, obviously, we sort out our seats and so forth left airline you know how many airlines came in South Africa we had Mango then we had one time and then we had Kulula and I don't know what and what they all passed away and died looks like you know so this left is three years old how I know just now you'll come to know that so Alhamdulillah two hours two hours five ten minutes and you land there so the sunset is just before eight o'clock so long long days there in Cape Town so mashallah that when we landed there the airport one incident took place therefore i'm laughing so we went to the carousel to get and receive our luggage so there were several jutlas and jutlis you know jews and jews there in the plane so i put my one luggage on my trolley so there's one jewish lady she didn't see she was looking somewhere else and now she's holding my trolley without realizing so my second bag came and I put it on the trolley. Now I want to go pull my trolley away. So I'm telling a madam, but she may be thinking about Israel or Gaza, Allah knows. So she didn't pay attention. So her daughter told her mom and she turned around and she looked at me, you see. So she said, oh, I'm sorry. And uh, she said, there must be some Kruger coins here. So I said, yes, you got a very strong sense of smelling. I should have told her maybe there's Hamas inside, you know. So, but anyway, I didn't want to be sarcastic. And I just told her, yes, you got a good sense of smelling and so forth. So I found that to be a bird, you understand, really very funny. You know, she's holding my trolley and so forth there. But it was unintentional, obviously. 
So thereafter, we went out and so forth. Then Molana Anwar Peters, he's the principal, mashallah, of Qasimul Ulum. Our Darulum, Newcastle, mashallah, was the oldest, is the oldest Darulum in South Africa. Molana Qasim Sema, rahimahullah, started it in 73, officially opened in May. Daras and Tadris, lessons, academic studies, all that, and lessons started in September. So they're 50, 51 years old, depending how you want to count it. And there, mashallah, when they came, the students from Cape Town, India, and there, then they opened it, mashallah, 25, 26 years ago. That is in Cape Town, and they named it after Mo Qasim Sema, Qasimul Ulum. So therefore, I try and go to Newcastle every year when I'm there. We can't forget the contribution of Mo Qasim Sema, all the other Asatis, our teachers, students, where and where they went to. When I was there in Newcastle, I asked them students from how many countries. They said 44 countries. It's very big thing. Imagine here in South Africa, 44 different countries. Students come from far and wide to study. So Hadam in Fadli Rabbi and they also, mashallah, they have from few countries studying Cape Town. And if you know Cape Town, you know that they really need this type of Darulums. So Allah Ta'ala accept their efforts, mashallah. And then we went there to Kenwan. So why Kenwan? There we have a nice lodge there, Dr. Nazir. Now, Dr. Nazir is our grand student, my student student. He's a medical doctor, Dr. Nazir Ahmed, mashallah. And then you know that he studied to become an alim. He completed his course at Qasim al-Ulum. So, Mona Anwar Peters, Mona Ashraf Ramara, Mona Abdul Qadir Mari, Mona Shaheed Shamsuddin, our Mona Ismail Ali, Rahimamullah, they all are his teachers and they all are my students. So, from, from each one of them, including Mona Ismail, Ali, Yunus Roda, Mawana Nazim Antem, Mawana Ismail Saleji. So we taught them all, mashallah, in 83 also, when the first batch of students graduated there at Darul Newcastle. So, Hada min fadli rabbi, Hada rahmatu mi rabbi. So he gets very, very happy when they come there and he gives us a very nice place and so forth. So we're very, very comfortable there. Allah ta'ala reward our Dr. Nazir Ahmed and his family. So our first program now was, you understand, so I had to read Asar Salat and I told them, now I have to sleep before the program. So mashallah, after Asar, I slept for one hour, freshened up everything, and then Brother Hassan Badat came. I told them, don't worry about supper and so forth, because we brought enough patkos and enough, you understand, our own food and what have you. Because when we travel, we take our own food, so a lot of it gets remained, you know, so we had enough food. In the plane left also, they give you tea and juice and whatever if you want it. So we take water and whatever. So, mashallah, good service, not bad, you understand, for South African standards. So anyway, so then we I slept after the Asr, ate something, and then slept and so forth. Then freshen up. Brother Hassan Badat came to fetch me, you know. He said, now the lecture is there in Sherwood Park, and that's about 20, 25 minutes or half an hour away. So now we must go. So I said, fine. So now it was only Brother Hassan Badat. Brother Hassan Badat, we know him for many, many years. Allah Ta'ala accept his khidmat, his appa's khidmat. MashaAllah, they also don't have any children. And, you know, both engage in the effort of deen and so forth. Allah Ta'ala kabul for my Allah accept it. And uh, he came there, you know, with his car, like a black car, you know. So we are traveling, and then we pass a place called Manningburg. Manningburg, I read in the newspapers and so forth. It's like a notorious area, you know, gangsters and so forth. So whilst we're coming, I saw on the right-hand side and left-hand side youngsters running, you understand, from one side to the other. Suddenly I saw a stone coming, you know. It wasn't a small, big stone. And it's coming straight for Hassan, our brother Hassan Badat, and for his window. And once it hits that window, because it's an old car, I don't think it's even shatterproof, it will go right through and injure him, you know. But Kudrat of Allah, the mercy of Allah, the fadl of Allah, that it came right near and the stone just fell down there, just touched his car, little bit, 
and then we came out, you know. So first of my life experience, a thing like that. So we were both a bit shaken and surprised what had happened, but you read two rakat salat to shukr, and in South Africa, wherever you go, you must always read Surah 12. Surah 12, Surah Yusuf, chapter 12, verse 64. Allah Jalla Wala is the best one to take care of us, and He, Allah alone, is the most merciful one to show mercy. And I remember but distinctly when I came out from our lodge and so forth you know then I come out with my right foot and then I lock it and then I always read the dua even here Bismillah tawakkaltu Allah wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif whenever you emerge and leave your home then read these three phrases Bismillah in the name of Almighty Allah tawakkaltu Allah I place my trust solely only on Almighty Allah wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah there is no might to take us towards good deeds there is no power to make us abstain and refrain from vices except all material. Then four things happened. The hadith in Tirmidhi, Hudita, you'll be given guidance. Wakufita, your needs will be taken care of, they'll suffice. Wawukita, and divine protection will be given to you. Watanaha anhu shaitan. And Satan, shaitan, Lucifer, then runs away. And charity is very, very effective. One rand, two rand, whatever, 50 cent also. So whatever we can afford, and also read the dua which Sahaba used to read, mentioned by Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, in Al-Adabul Mufrad, Allahumma sallimna, O Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, protect us from the evil of others, wa sallim minna, and protect other people from us also, we don't cause them harm, Allahumma sallimna, wa sallim minna, so beautiful, wonderful dua, so we must read this type of dua. So anyway, that episode got finished, and then I went there. First time I went to that masjid, Jama'ah, it's called Masjidul Jama'ah. So then I saw, I asked them, this is no first time you're coming, and the imam came, Mawlana Abdul Wahid. So I don't know if I met him before, Master met him, you know, because he said he studied there. Yes, I met him because he said I put the turban on his head a few years ago. So, mashallah, he's also a graduate there of Qasimul Ulum and so forth. So what had happened was I see a very nice big crowd there. So I told him, no, you put some kirat first after the Maghrib Salat, and then I will speak, you see. So once he's our graduates, I know, then I can speak for one whole hour. Because there normally Maghrib, uh, Maghrib Azan and then Isha Azan goes 70 75 minutes after that. So I spoke about Palestine in detail and so forth. So it was very, very much appreciated because most of the things they heard was for the first time, you know. And you heard it many times on the radio. So thereafter, we read and performed our Isha Salat. And then I told them, no, like Heistuhan. Now I must go home because I must still prepare my news, views, interviews, my tafsir, and so many other issues. So by the time you finish Isha and come back home, it's already past 10 o'clock, you know. Then you have tea and you have dust and all that. And then you start preparing. By the time you sleep, it's already 11, half past 11. So anyway, that was now Thursday night. So Friday, Brother Hassan Badat, Allah reward him. He made arrangements for me to go to Masjid Zakaria. And that is not far from there. And there, mashallah, the one student is there, Hafiz, Hafiz Fahim. And he's there quite long, good Hafiz, mashallah. And this Masjid Zakaria is named after Sheikh Uladis, Hazrat Mohana, Sheikh Uladis, Hazrat Mohana Zakaria, Sheikh Uladis, So who visited South Africa in 81 and 82, first Shaban passed away. Why? Haji Ahmad Nakhuda, rahimahullah, who passed away on a Friday in Medina Manura, Allah grant them all genital firdos. So when he came, he told them his murids and students, and so you must have your own place, and so. So mashallah, they have their own place. So in that way there, so that Friday we read Salat Day, we gave some advices and so forth. However, that Thursday night or sometime, that Dr. Nazir requested that I should come to his place and, you know, to test the students and so forth. They got Qismut Tahfiz. They got some students there who are becoming Hafiz and so forth. 
So I told the brothers there, okay, I'll speak to for your to your year for about fifteen twenty minutes, and then brother Hassan Badat will take me there to doctor's place, and then there we will read Ishraq Salat and everything there at doctor's place. So when I went there, I met the teacher and so forth. He's also a student of our student, Mona Kari Ismail Lont. Ismail Lont is also my student. His father is also my student. Mona Farouk Lont and now Kari Ismail Lont. He's very well famous now, Mona Kari Ismail Lont. Reads beautiful Quran. One day in a Jalsa, many years ago, maybe 88, 89, 90, around there, he read, he had no beard, that thing was very young, you understand, at that time, naturally no beard, because he was still very young. So he read the Quran Sharif beautifully. Mohana Abdul Haq Umarji, the president of Darulum, Newcastle, president of Jamiat Ulama, Kwazulu Natal, the time was Kwazulu Natal, the time was only Natal, so in the apartheid time. So you must remember late 80s or early 90s. So then Mohana Abdul Haq Umarji, Rahimamullah, was so impressed and happy, he took out 20 ren and gave him in front of everybody, you know. So for him it was a big thing, that time 20 ren also a lot of money, you know. So anyway, so that just came in passing also. So this uh, Ustad, he studied there by Maulana Kari Ismail Lont and the seven students. So anyway, I just read for them and tell them read and so forth and so forth. So I said that, see, there's a lot of room for improvement and, you know, we need to concentrate on the Tajweed and so forth and so on. So I gave them some suggestions and I told doctor what to do, but Allah Ta'ala accept them. Allah bless the teacher, bless the students. And I didn't know one student there is doctor's son, Hafiz Abdul Wadud. So he's not Hafiz already, but he's coming there, inshallah. So afterwards, at lunchtime, I realized they told me he is uh, this thing, doctor's son and so forth. So anyway, it was good to go there. We read Ishraq Salat there and so forth. When I went home, I told my wife to give me breakfast because I need to sleep because I got big, big programs here and, you know, I must sleep because you get so tired. Nighttime day, you sleep only three, four hours and then program, program one way. So thereafter, mashallah, then the khutbah was rendered by Sheikh Bandar Balila. His khutbahs are very short. So I told the team, yeah, take his khutbah, take his salat, and then I'll translate it. So it was okay, the khutbah, but it doesn't take the name of Gaza or the name of Yahud and so forth. So that was disappointing, obviously. And then our Jumma, my Jumma was there by Dr. Nazir. He made a deal like. So yeah, you stay here, but you must make Jumma by my Musalla, my masjid there. So anyway, we went there, and by Bashir and all of them were there. Very good crowd, mashallah. So I spoke for 40, 45 minutes, you know. So that 1 o'clock is, uh, 10 to 1 is Azan, and then is uh, Sunnats, and then you're supposed to start 1 o'clock. So I started about 1.02, 1.03, and by the time I ended, was I was just about quarter to 2. So mashallah, and the people said, you know, because they, Friday is like a half-day work there. People in Cape Town, everything is laid back, you understand, slow motion. Therefore, they called it the mother city. Everything takes nine months before it comes into existence, you know. Slow, slow motion, everything happens there. We can't, you know, get used to that. We want everything quick, quick. We come from Johannesburg and surroundings. So there they go, slow motion, everything. Anyway, so that was good for me. And then I told them to the Molana there, I think his name is Moana Faiz or what. So anyway, he performed the khutbah and salat. And then lunch was there, mashallah, by, you know, doctor's place. That's opposite. Then I asked doctor, but why are you not making this place here a masjid? It's still a musallah, madani musallah. Then he showed me there. They got two properties, mashallah, right nearby. And now that has been now given waqaf. And very soon, next year or so, inshallah, they'll start building. I said, excellent. That's very, very good. So, mashallah, we need our own masajid. So, because everybody got their own tartib, their own ideas and so forth. So, that will become a big, big place, inshallah, Aziz. So, that also not far from where we are in that. So it's five, ten minutes you're there. 
So after the lunch, and I sat with Bashir Bai, he was sitting there. So I asked all which when I sat with him, and Hassan Bai was sitting, Hassan Bai ma'azur a little bit, so with his feet and so forth. So three of us said, then I was asking about, you know, the various istimas and when they took place and so forth, because Bai Bashir is the only person left from the original five people, Hazaji, Hazan Mawana Inamul Hassan Saab of Nizamuddin, selected and chose, you know, Rahimamullah. So one was Bai Padia, then was Maututla, then was Qari Abdul Hamid, and then was Bai Chota Dada Bai Ye. So they all passed away, Rahimahullah, Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus. So Bai Bashir is in his mid-80s, you know, plus minus, so remember, but a good memory. So he told me, 66, the first istima took place there in Sufi Masjid, Ladiesmith. So Mausema was also giving lectures and, you know, translating and whatever, if there was need for translation. 67, then the istima took place there in Gray Street Masjid, you know. So, the, so MashaAllah, Mona Sema, Mona Umarji, and them spoke there and so forth. In 68, it was in Dandi, Mufti Zainul Abidin came, and the Pandor family there. Now that I know, because we used to go to Dundee those days also in the early 80s, 90s for examination, Jumma and that and the Panda old man was there and we used to go to have lunch there after Jumma and so forth so he had very good Ta'allu connection with the great great ulama of India, Pakistan and so forth so mashallah that was now 66 Sufi Masjid 67 Grey Street Masjid Durban 68 Dundee and then 69 Newcastle because Mosema is there you know so mashallah Inshallah, so they added there. And Osama that time was teaching in the madrasa and so forth, the maktab, like, you know, primary madrasa. And thereafter, Mashallah, 70-71 was Mias Farm. I don't know what happened, but I remember vividly that my brother Ahmed Rashid, my eldest brother, I'm the youngest, so I'm my brother's sisters. So he told me there's an istima taking place. Now, I'm not sure whether the 70 or 71, because Ajib, Ajibai, Bashir Bai says 70 and 71, the istima was there. But I know very well, I finished my hips in 70, and he told me, Ahmed, come, we go istima. I was wondering, what is this istima? So I remember when we went there, everybody had kurta on. Only I had shirt and trousers on, but I had a hat on. And at that time, in Mias Farm, was Karite Yebsab from Darlum Dioban, you know. So he was a principal there, 58 years, you know. So anyway, cut story, long story short. So the old translation, nothing, they speak, speak, speak. Ahmed is looking at me, I'm looking at him. We don't understand anything. So we just stayed there about half an hour, no, say one hour, plus minus, not half an hour, because we were walking around here, yeah, there are spectators, like, you know, and seeing what's happening, and some ulama we knew, and so forth. So we met them, and they say, Asad, yeah, and all the crowd was small, so they must farm. So, and, uh, so, but then it was very good talks, according to the people who understood Urdu, because Karit Tehapsab's talks was always very, very ilmi, and very profound message, like, you know. So anyway, then after about 45 minutes, one hour, we came back, so we were just went there's observer status, you know, go see what's happening there. And, but I remember that, but why I remember vividly is, I was the only man out, I actually had that trouser on, and I had my hat on, and people were looking at me, this guy was crazy, like, where's his kurta, like, you know, so this thing there, yeah, but I mean, we just went to school, madrasa, and what have you. So anyway, I mean, everybody used to wear that in those days. Even the Maulanas used to wear shirt and trousers, many of them. I remember that, you understand? Not every Maulana used to wear kurta in those days, in the 60s, 70s, early 70s. So Tabli Jamaat came, and then everybody started wearing kurta. I mean, this is a fact, you know. So not every Maulana, but many Maulanas used to wear shirt and trousers, and then Salat time, they wear jubba and so forth. So that is very interesting things he was telling me, you know. And then he said that our husband bin Nuri came there also for the istima and so forth and so on. And Hazraji came then, you know, Mona Umar Sahib, Mona Enamul Hassan Sahib, and all of them in 75 to Lanes. So, mashallah, so we came to learn all these type of things there. So that was now Friday afternoon. Then again, you know, my story, I have to sleep and so forth. So now in the afternoon, that again, now when you're going to read Asr, 6 o'clock or when, because sunset is almost 8 o'clock. 
So that night you must remember where was the program now. So the program that Friday night was, uh, you know, I don't remember all this. Was in Jamia Usmania. So that's the name, yes. Jamia Usmania and some place there. So anyway, so we went there and Mona Munir, he's also one of our students there from Qasimul Ulum and now he's a big attorney and so forth, you must remember. So we went there. So I remember that masjid. I performed Jummah there and so forth. So Jummah in Cape Town is very nice. Before the Adhan, the masjid gets half-packed and when you start lecturing three-quarter, then it's packed to capacity. So not like here by us, where us remember half the half, three quarters of the crowd are missing and then slowly, slowly they start coming in. Cape Town got very vibrant environment like that. So anyway, then day you must remember, I spoke also about Palestine, the past, the present, the future, and so forth and so on. So it was very, very much appreciated, and Mona Munir and them were very, very happy, and so forth. So that evening, we went to buy Bashir's place, you know, for supper, Mona Ilyas' place. So Mona Ilyas, mashallah, he's married, he's indoors a day in Dundee. So they all like Memon people, our connections, 45th cutting, you know. So we all all become connected. Mona Elias also speaks very well, you know, by Bashir's son, mashallah, and he made a lot of khidmat, he, his family and everybody, like our Mona Qasim Bosch and our by Hassan Badat and, you know, Mona Anwar and them. So, but especially Mona Elias, Allah Jalla Allah, reward him and reward his family. They went out of their way to make our stay, you know, very, very comfortable. So from there, mashallah, then we went there to that masjid there, Jamia Usmania, and I see, I saw a board there, and it was established in 1964, you see. So mashallah, old masjid also, nice, very big, and refurbished and everything. And then after Isha, then we came back home, and so forth like that. So that was now Friday finish. Saturday was very, very busy day. So Saturday morning, we went to Anwarul Islam, and there the Imam, that's where Mona Ilyas and them are. So Saturday, then the Imam read Surah Nuh, you know, chapter 71. So I just elaborated on Nabi Nuh alayhi story and told them, see, that what the Quran says, chapter 71, verses 10, 11, 12, 13, the virtues of istighfar, yusri sama'a alaykum midrara, wa yumdidikum bi amwaliyu wa baneen, that Almighty Allah will send beneficial rain for you. Allah Ta'ala will bless you with wealth and children if you make sincere istighfar. And we beg Almighty Allah for forgiveness. Istighfar is for the past. Toba is for the future. Ya Allah, we don't want to go back to the vices and the sins. So know the distinction and difference between them. And so then after that, Ishraq and so forth, and then breakfast and that, you know. Thereafter, again, I have to sleep now because, again, they told me other programs are coming up every after every Salat program, after Fajr program, after Zohar program, after Asr program, after Maghrib program. I say, Subhanallah. So anyway, then Zohar Salat, then we read there, Mashallah, in Masjid Zakaria, and then we went there for lunch to Brother Muhammad Bayat's place. He is my brother Ibrahim, uh, Idris Mayat. Now Idris Mayat, I know him for many, many years, but now he moved to another area. So I told him, phone Idris, I want to speak to him. So I told him, Idris, are you no more seeing us? He said, no, I'm living here and there and all that. So he moved to some very posh area. So anyway, they are very, very good people. Allah Ta'ala reward them, Allah accept them, whatever khidmat they are doing. So why we had lunch there? Because from there we had to rush to Islahul Banat. Islahul Banat is a girls' madrasa. I don't know. I think it was established 96 or something like that. There is a board day, if I remember correctly. In those days, I know Mona Raja and them used to teach there and so forth. Anyway, he resigned or whatever happened. I'm not sure. I don't get involved in all these things here. So anyway, that madrasa is running, and the guest there was Mufti Muhammad Desai of uh, Peter Marinsburg. So he was previously in Dalum Azadwal. So I know him also. So they said, no, please, I must come and just speak for 15 minutes or so. And so they were making khatam of Riyadu Salihin. So I said, fine, I got the time, let me just go. But I made condition, after I speak, same time, I'll be leaving and so forth. 
So mashallah, when I went there, I met some ulama there. Mona Khalil was there. By Abu Bakr, Isaac was there. Imran's father, and so forth and so on. So some people I recognized, others I didn't, but I met them all. And then Mufti Muhammad Desai. So mashallah, he introduced, you know, the, the Qarisab to read. And that, that Mawlana Hafiz Imamuddin. So he read the Fajr also and he read the Kirat and so forth. And thereafter they told me I must speak. So I said, fine, because this is the last week I spoke there in Riyadu, in Newcastle about Riyadu Salihin. So everything was still fresh in my mind. So I said, see, Riyadu Salihin, Riyadh Garden. Salihin, the garden of the pious. The author, Allama Nawawi, Rahimahullah. He lived only for 45 years. What the contribution, indelible contribution to Islam and Muslims. He never got married. He said, I don't have time for wife and children. He used to have one meal a day. Imagine this. At the age of seven, in his formative years, his day in his parents' house is Ramadan. He's seeing nur, nur, radiance, effulgence everywhere. He's telling his father, mother, look, no nur. They can't see. So when they went to the great ulama, they asked him, when this incident happened? He said, it was night time, 27 night. He said, your son is so great and destined for greatness. At the age of seven, he already saw and experienced Laylatul Qadr, subhanAllah. Our Ustad, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, rahimahullah, wrote this incident in his work, Riyadu Salihin, which he made tahqiq and edited and so forth. He gave me a copy. So when I went to Newcastle the last week, and Maulana Muhammad Kala and them told me I must read there so I said fine but I'll bring my own copy so I like how our Ustad writes you know the notes and so forth so when you love people you love their works also so Allama Nawawi Rahimahullah he wrote the commentary you must remember of Muslim Sharif Minhaj Riyadu Salih the whole world accepts it the whole Tabligh Jamaat in the Arab world and then you must remember in Fiqah he wrote you must Al-Majmu the commentary of Shara Muhazab A'lamun Nas bi Madhabi Shafi'i Abad al-Imam Shafi'i the greatest person in the Shafi'i school after Imam Shafi'i Rahimahullah and who is Imam Shafi'i Imam Shafi'i was born in Gaza at the age of two his father Idris passes away the family made Mashura then his mother uncle and them they all left they went to Makkah in Makkah who was his teacher an African teacher Muslim bin Khalid a Zanji and then he used to drink Zamzam Ustaz Duas at the age of seven he completed Hivs at the age of ten he bahated Muatayma Malik afterwards he went to go study there in Medina Monowara by Imam Malik, but he knew the book by heart. At the age of 10, at the age of 13, he was Mudarrisan. He was already a teacher teaching in the Haram Sharif in Makkah. So uh, Abqari, a genius he was. At the age of 15, one five, so remember his teacher, African teacher, Muslim bin Khalid Azanji wa ajaza lahu bil iftah, gave him permission. He said, fine, go and start issuing fatawa and verdicts. So imagine how great. 54 years only he left, born 150, passed away in Cairo 204. I went to his grave, Mubarak, Al-Imam Shafi'i, and you see that he, 54 years, but he left an indelible contribution for this ummah and so forth. So these are the giants you must remember. And then I just told them a few other things there. That about Sanad and chain of transmission in South Africa, Southern Africa, Southern Hemisphere, the person who has the highest chain to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was Mona Qasim Sema. Mawla Qasim Sema Rahimullah left South Africa in 1935 at the age of 15 and came back in 1944. And then in 1973, he started the Dalum. He was in Washbank for 23 years and so forth. So cut long story short, so he studied Bukhari Sharif by Hazrat Mohana Abdul Rahman Amrohi. They used to call him Babaji. He was well in his 80s, 90s, 88, 90, 92, around there. And then his teacher, from whom we got permission, is Hazrat Mohana Fazlur Rahman Ganj Murad Abadi, Rahimamullah. 
Then he got permission from Sheikh Abdul Aziz Muhaddis Delwi, Shah Muhaddis Abdul Aziz Delwi, the son of Shah Waliullah. So between Muqasim Semar and Shah Waliullah, there's only three wasitas, three people. You call that Sulathi, very, very high Sanat, remember that. So that is why that we always tell the students, go by Molana. And when Molana was alive, obviously, passed away 2007, Allah grant him and Appa and all of them, Jannatul Firdaus. So in that way there, so you also link up with this very high chain of transmission and so forth. So, mashallah, after that, we came back. And then they told me I must come there to, you know, where Moana Ashraf Lamara and them are. And that is Lentakhir. And that is Mitchell's Plane, Darul Furqan. They opened a Hifs class there. And the first time these Hifs class students and Mufti Shiraz Desai of Port Elizabeth was also invited. So according to the program, Mufti Shira is supposed to speak first and myself second. Anyway, we reached there. Mona Qasim Bosch came to fetch me. Allah reward him. He also a lot of khidmat. Allah reward him. Also my student. And mashallah, we get on very well, you know. So because we speak Arabic and Afrikaans and English and Allah's dear makar, you know, so all mixed up. So anyway, so we reached there. It was about five o'clock. So the Asr Salat day was finished. So Mona Bosch and myself made our own Jamaat and when I went there, they said that Mufti Shiraz must be uh, playing or he's playing or delayed or whatever. So now, yet, I must start the program. So I said, fine. So whilst I was speaking, Mufti Shiraz came, mashallah. So anyway, I spoke for about 40, 45 minutes on the beauty, glory of the Quran and why every one of us should have at least one person, so son or daughter or grandchild who's a hafiz of noble Quran and so forth. Whilst I was ending, A and C took place. As then, DC, direct current, OEC, alternate current, A and C, and no current. So then the mic then went away, no power, you see. But I was just ending, so my talk got through. So then we told Mufti Shiraz, he said, no, he'll just make dua and so I said, no, give five, ten minutes, nasihat and so forth. And inshallah, whoever will benefit will benefit and so. So I, I speak loud. He speaks very soft, like, you know. So but anyway, so he spoke for about five, ten minutes, gave nasiha and so forth. And thereafter, mashallah, made a nice dua and so forth. So there the students graduated. The principal is Mona Ashraf Lamara. And his son-in-law and son and all of them, mashallah, are some way connected. I don't know all the teachers, but wherever the Jalsas, Quran Sharifs, Ahadis, and so forth, we go there. So it's still, you must give some inspiration, motivation to the students and so forth there. After that, they had a big meal. They announced they got acne. So I got very happy, you know. I say in Cape Town, we're going to eat acne now. The previous day also we had acne by Dr. Nazir's place, you see. So if acne comes two, three days or so, I don't have a problem as long as it's fresh, fresh, fresh. So when the food came, I saw it's not acne, it was biryani. You understand? But Cape Town, they call that also acne. So anyway, I took out a little bit, let me taste it and see. It was very nice. So I took out more and more and I enjoyed it, you know. So I told the Molana, I said, Bayam way, you understand? There's biryani here. I said, it's ni acne, it's biryani. So anyway, so all that finished. And then I went to Qasimul Ulum. Now I had to address the ulama there. And Mufti Shiraz, I don't know why, I thought he's coming there. They took him to another masjid. They say he's going to Bonti Vival and he's going to lecture there at another masjid. So then I had to carry the KNF for one hour. Then after Maghrib, I lectured. Then we read Isham. This was just Nasiha, a brotherly. I told him, not Ustad student. This is a big brother or your brother advising other brothers, my life experience, what we need, what is the need of the hour, and so forth. So it was very good, you know. Most of them sitting there were my students and so forth at Qasimul Ulum. Then we read Isha and came back again. It's already up past 10 or so, you know. And then I met so many students there also and on Sunday also that after 10, 20, 30 years you meet them, you know. For example, Mona Faiz Harun. I don't know, maybe after 20 years I met him. And then to other students also you meet, you know. So after so many, some of them even forget their name. But I know them, but you forget their name. So like that is very, very good. 
So the next day, Sunday, so Fajr, because we don't have program in the morning, so then we went to that Islamiyah. Mona Musaji is the Imam. Their Salat is 10 past 4. You know, oval time, Shafi time, as they call it. So we were there 5 past 4, and around that he saw us, so 10 past 4, and then the invite, he said, come here, please, and so forth. So then we spoke about Gaza and all that. But we can't speak till Ishraq. Ishraq is after one hour, one and go something, you know. So we just spoke for 15, 20 minutes, and the people were very happy and so forth. When I came back, so I told my wife, now I need to sleep for two hours or so because today there's big jalsa and so forth, and I'm really, really tired, you know. So, mashallah, I slept for two, two and a half, half hours, had nice breakfast and so forth. Then they came to fetch me, Mohan Qasim Bosch again, and then we landed up there at Qasimul Ulum in Falapi. So, mashallah, the Qirat was going on. One student completed Hives, 24 of them graduated. The crowd was very, very big and so forth. So then when all that finished, about 10.30, they called me to speak. So on the original program, I supposed to start about quarter past 10 and finish up about 11 o'clock. So I said, never mind, let me still finish 11 and so forth, so it doesn't upset the other program. So half an hour, 35 minutes or so, I spoke. So alhamdulillah, speaking about what the need is of the hour. I said, see, Mufti Shiraz will explain to you about Bukhari Sharif and that. But let me explain to you what is Christmas. So Christmas, the Christians say that they're going to celebrate Christmas. But where is it mentioned in the Bible? Where is it mentioned in the Quran? Where is it mentioned in any divine book? Nowhere. So if you study the seerah and the life history of Nabi Isa alayhi salam, his milad mubarak, miraculous and honorable birth took place in summer, June, July, and not in winter. There, December is winter. I've been there December time. So, and it's very, very cold. So therefore, we reject that totally. Then we spoke about New Year. I said, see there, New Year, how corrupted it is. December, they say the 12th month. But December means, you must remember, 12. It means 10. December means 10. Write this down, you students, ulama, who are making notes. The British Puritan Parliament, the British Puritan Parliament in the year 1647 banned Christmas celebrations and said it's a pagan custom. The British Puritan Parliament banned Christmas celebrations in the year 1647 and said that this is a pagan custom and has nothing to do so with Christianity or Jesus or whatever you. So imagine this comes from the horse's mouth. You must remember that. So all these things, they can't give answer. Then the months, they couldn't come right. September means 7. October means, you must remember, 8. November 9. December 10. But if you see today, December, they write 12. November, they write 11. October 10. But the words are not agreeing with the meaning. So there was a Pope, Pope Gregory, and he came, and they changed the calendar, therefore Gregorian calendar. Still they couldn't come right, so they cooked this up and said, okay, every four years we will have a leap year, and that's why they have 29 days. So so one month is 28, another one 29, some 30, some 31. Very, very confusing. Islam's calendar from the day all Allah created the heavens and the earth. Chapter 9, verse so anything you want to know, Islam is always the best. Remember that. So like that, we explained to them. Then I explained to them, see, that about Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, he never made ghibat munz alim to annahu haram. He says, the day I came to know that ghibat backbiting is haram and never backbited of anybody. See, look at the mother of Bukhari. One day she wakes up, she sees her son is gone blind, and then she cries, begs, petitions, Almighty Allah. Then she sees in a dream Nabi Ibrahim salam, bringing Bushra, Bisharat, good news, glad tidings to her. Go see your son. Allah blessed him with Basarat and Basirat, with sight, foresight, insight, everything. He becomes Amirul Mu'mineen fil Hadith. Oh, parents, keep on making dua. Oh, children, keep on making dua for your parents as well and your teachers. Then you will go far in life. You must remember that. Otherwise, there will just be another statistic, another number. Remember that. And then the last one we must 
must remember that was now we finished up there. Then I went in the library and told them that I have some work. I had 300 plus questions. So there I was sitting and answering questions. Then when the time came for Dastar Bandi, Bai Bashir was there, mashallah. So the students, 29 or 24 of them, 29 was in Darum, Newcastle. Here were 24 of them graduated, mashallah. So the teachers, myself and all, we stood there and we put the turban on for them. And mashallah, very big crowd. I asked Mona Anwar, he said this was the biggest crowd that they saw there in Qasimul Ulum, you know. And the place is not so big, but you find people inside, outside, everywhere, the family members, and there were no human allowed so that was also a good thing and only men mashallah and every lecture I gave there in Cape Town so I should tell the MC the Molana announced nobody must take any videos or photos and so forth so alhamdulillah because there it's very common they'll bring the whole machine in front of you the video machine and what and what and take the video and that they say it's permissible but we don't agree with that and so forth so therefore before we start we announce it mashallah so that also happened but nobody took video and so forth. Privately, people take, now we can't help that, but we did what we have to do, you must remember. That is, we must announce it, nobody must take photos and videos and so forth and so on. And then I rushed back home with Monana Ilyas, by Bashir son and Mona Bosch, and I told them, drop me off there at where I'm staying, and up was one myself, my wife, and Zohar Salat, and then a quick lunch, and that also was Akni from Mona Ilyas' place, wonderful Akni, and two o'clock, wonderful program with our brother Hafiz Wadi, and then, mashallah, that uh, to do some work and so forth, and you know, all the uh, messages and answer questions, five o'clock, Asr Salat, and then we left, mashallah. When we came there, to left, I see one of my students there. And I didn't recognize him. He saw me because I was looking down. I said, come here, come here, come here. Left, guys, their third birthday today, you see. that uh, Sunday yesterday was there, three years old. So they were giving some people, I think. So they gave me and my wife the best, best seat, you understand? Premium class and hotel. Just think you can go in that, uh, what do you call it? That, you know, that you go in the rooms and all that. That lounges, you go there and so forth. And then in the plane, we number one, 1A, one 1C, one right just behind the pilot and everything. Very nice and so forth and very good service. And that. So I'm laughing because when the turbulence started, so you must remember, this, that you start wondering what's going to happen. So anyway, Allah Ta'ala brought us very, very safely and then, mashallah, so then we read, I read Maghrib in the plane but then again I repeated it here at home and Isha Salat. So you must remember because turbulence and so forth and so on. So it was a very, very good trip. Allah Jalla Wala reward everybody and our Moana Ilyas Ismail and Bai Bashir and Moana Qasim Bosh, our Bai Hassan Badat, Moana Anwar Peters and it's a very very worthy cause those of you who want to give zakat sadaqah lillah Qasimul Ulum is one of the institutes you can give inshallah Allah Ta'ala accept it so all may Allah Jalla Wala accept us all all may Allah make our khatib on iman ameen assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh صوت أهل السنة والجماعة صوت مركز الصحابة